before we get started, how about I plug uh, Modern Mail again? Why not? That's what I'm doing with my life, other than trying to set up a YouTube channel with a membership program so I can figure out how to not be a stand-up comedian. Dark times, everybody. It's pretty dark, but go watch Modern Mail. I think every comedian has put an hour on YouTube at this point. I think Titus, by the way, if you've already seen Modern Mail, there's a bunch of great stand-up all over the place. There's nothing but entertainment for us. It's just, you know, we wish we were coming home from doing something to enjoy said entertainment instead of just trying to kill time until the sun goes down so we can go night-night and do it all over again the next day. Boy, that's depressing. Let's keep it up. Uh, we hit our $5,000 goal for uh, Meals on Wheels. How about that? How about that? We hit our $5,000 goal. Uh, you can still donate because I didn't realize that you can still collect money on GoFundMe even after you hit your goal. So now we're over $5,000, and I'm going to end uh, the the uh, donation bucket, if you will, and then send the money to Meals on Wheels in two days. Today's April 20th, so on the 22nd, that will be the last day you can donate, and then I will send off the money via click. It's not like I'm doing that much. It's not like I have to pick up the, like, I, it's, I'm not writing a letter. I'm not writing a check, putting in an envelope, licking a stamp. You don't even lick stamps anymore, but that's not involved. I just hit go, and then GoFundMe gives it to Meals on Wheels. But we hit our goal, uh, and I'm going to keep it going until the 22nd. Reason being, that will be a month from the time I release Modern Mail, which is going great. It's over 200,000 views. Thank you. And over $5,000 raised for Meals on Wheels. And then I think I'm going to put up another hour that I recorded back in 2016 called Dancing with Drunks. Here's the thing, though, it's not clean, so I think I'm going to put a disclaimer saying, hey, for those of you that know me from dry bar comedy and doing clear co clean, clear comedy, that's what I do, I do clear comedy, a lot of people are into this, like, fuzzy comedy, where you get to read between the lines, no, I do clear on the surface comedy, um, no, it's, uh, this is before I did clean comedy, so the, the special isn't clean, but it's not that filthy either, like, your head's not gonna explode. It's just, you know, maybe watch it first before you show the kids or Nana. That's all. That's all. You'll be fine. We'll all be fine. But I think I'll put, like, a disclaimer on it. And then we got to come up. We. I guess it's me. I like saying we because it makes me feel less lonesome. <laughs> I think that's why I do it. Anyway, we got to come up with uh, a new donation. So, like, uh, uh, if you have any... Any charities that you think are a good match, tweet them at me, Instagram them at me, Facebook them at me. It's all at Zoltan Comedy. Uh, you can reach out through my website. Um, however you do it, uh, let's come up with another charity that's somehow linked, you know, to what's going on. You know? Let's help. Let's try. Let's do something. How about we start the show? That's what we should do next. We should start the show. So you know it. I know it. I'm going to say it. You're going to say it with me. Hit the music. I snapped on that one. Who am I? I, you know, I get a little cold brew in me. Anyway, hit the music for reals now, though. Do it. This week in And action. Thank you. And that's how I'm starting the podcast, because it's a video podcast as well. And I got to sync up the audio from the microphone to the camera. This is a, it's a new world. I actually tried to do it on last week's episode and I went action into the camera and clapped my hands without turning on the audio, completely ruining the reason to do it. It helped nothing. But that's insider talk. That's stuff I got to worry about. It's nothing you guys have to worry about. Uh, it's this week in Zoltan, episode 288. I think last week I said the wrong episode by like 10 episodes. I think I said two, I put, I put 269. So it's not. It doesn't matter. We don't need numbers. We don't. We're not. We don't need anything. All right. We're in a complete apocalypse. Everyone's wearing masks. Everyone's sanitizing things. We're fighting over toilet paper. When's that war gonna start? We have nothing to look forward to, other than two more episodes of uh, the Last Dance. Which, if you're not into sports, get into sports. Learn about Michael Jordan. Learn about '90s heroes. Learn about the 
favorite basketball team of Kim Jong-un. That's the new one, right? See, I don't even know anything anymore. I don't know if I ever did know anything, but I definitely know less now. I feel like I'm losing information. Like, last week I couldn't think of Bill Gates' name. One of the most influential, rich, important people on the planet. I can't remember that guy's name. Because names don't matter. Dates don't matter. Days don't matter. <sighs> but some people are out there protesting. I don't know. But yeah, last week I forgot Bill Gates' name. And this week, and then I forgot the number. But I'm pretty sure this is two ep- episode 288 of This Week in Zoltan. I'm recording this it's Monday, April 20th, 420. <laughs> it's not as fun when there's nothing else to do. All that marijuana intake that you damn hippies are out there doing. It's not as much fun when that's all there is to do. Just as as uh, Netflix is the thing that you can go enjoy, unless you're relaxing from an activity or something, there's no point to it. I've been trying to stay busy. We have a beautiful weekend coming up this weekend in San Diego. It's supposed to actually get in the 80s. It's supposed to be gorgeous, but the beaches are locked down. You can't go to the beaches. You can't go to the beaches. They won't let you in. They lock down the beach. I don't know how they lock down the beach. They didn't put up a wall. There's no Trump-like wall between us and the beach. All it is is one guy in shorts driving around in a pickup truck that says lifeguard on the side, and he just goes, hey, man, don't do it. Don't do it. Otherwise, I'm going to have to get out in my shorts and flip-flops and write you a citation. Is there any less respectable piece of clothing than shorts? Like, you can't take anyone wearing shorts seriously. Like, they, like it's an authority figure. Even, like, I grew up without a dad, but had my dad yelled at me while wearing shorts, I'd be like, mm, he doesn't mean this. If he meant this, he'd be wearing pants. He'd be wearing full-length, down-to-the-ankle pantaloons. That's when you know someone means business. That's why, you know, cops, they mean business, full slacks, full pants, all right? Can't wear shorts to a courtroom. Firefighters, full pants. Alright, sometimes they'll wear, you know, they got the pants with the suspenders and no shirt underneath if they're trying to sell a catalog or a calendar, you know, if they're doing their yearly calendar to raise money for more chili or whatever they raise money for. Sometimes they do that, but full pants. Every respectable job in this country, I dare say the world, full pants. Full pants. Who's listening to the lifeguard keeping everyone away from the beach? Coming out with with that glob of sunscreen on his nose, this guy's scared of melanoma, and I'm st- and not even wearing full pants, and he's gonna keep me from frolicking. I I think again, think again. I'm gonna try to find a hidden beach this weekend. I'm probably gonna get stopped, <laughs> but I think I got a couple ideas. I got a couple ideas of places that I think in San Diego, uh, they're not good. Like I'll be able to go. And they're not going to know. There's a couple spots, perhaps. Or maybe I can at least dip my toe in the water before they go, Hey! 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 Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Come on, bro. Come on, dude. Don't don't make me get out of the Tacoma. Alright? Because then i got to get out. My flops are going to get sandy. Then I'm going to bring sand into the Tacoma. And they make me hose it out at the end. I don't like it. I don't like it. And then I hose it instead of vacuuming it, because I'm not that smart. And then now there's mud in the Tacoma. Don't make me do it, man. I'm going to have to blow sand off my little ticket pad. I'm going to have to misspell your address. Because the test wasn't that hard to become a lifeguard. I don't even know why I'm making fun of lifeguards right now. They're good people. They save people. Now they're preventing people from enjoying things that they would save them from. Let me go drown. I think that's... Wasn't wasn't that why people were protesting? Let's talk about that. There was uh, really a small group of Americans. It made news because everyone else is inside terrified, where we should be. We should be inside terrified, making uh, masks that don't work out of clothing we don't wear. So we can go to the grocery store and sit and eat. That's all we can do, is we can sit and eat. But there were protests this past weekend from people 
trying I guess they were protesting the virus. That's pretty much what they were protesting. They say they were protesting the government infringing on their rights of being able to go outside, but you're you're really protesting a virus. And I wish the virus cared. I wish the virus cared. And I got to be on I'm I'm I don't think the protesters are right, but I hope they are. All those people out there looking like geniuses huddled together with your with your signs jumping up and down like the virus can read. I hope you're right. All you people that think this is a giant infringement of our rights. And it is, but the virus doesn't care. If you think the virus isn't that big of a deal, I hope you're right. I hope you're right, and I hope all the doctors, scientists, sick people, and dead people are wrong. I hope those dead people are faking it. And then tomorrow, I hope tomorrow they all just pop up zip themselves out of their body bags and they go psych ah yeah we worked on this prank for a while this is a big prank imagine that everyone's grandmother's just coming back going gotcha i don't think that i'd love it if that's what happened it'd be pretty dark and i'd be a little upset but that means we could go back and live our lives i just don't think that's what's happening i think this might be real i think this virus might be happening and you're out there protesting. To do what? To be allowed to live life as normal? You want to ignore it? You want to ignore it? I don't think this is something you can ignore. I don't think this is... This virus isn't the equivalent of having a minor disagreement with your significant other that you're now sweeping under the rug. This isn't one of those. Did you go to the play? You didn't want to go to the play, but you acted like you wanted to go to the play? This virus isn't the equivalent of that. It's much more than that. This virus is infidelity. This virus is murder. This virus is a scandal. It's a thing. You can't sweep it under the rug. I think it's pretty real. And all your memes with the stats, I don't... I, I, who was it? Dr. Phil came out and was like, well, more people drown in swimming pools. Thank you, Dr. Phil for coming out and reminding us you're not a real doctor. He was like a therapist for a while, and then he lost his license because he did something. Then Dr. Oz comes out, and I know he's not a... I think he's a real doctor, but I don't trust him because he wears scrubs while he's on TV. You don't need to wear scrubs. Put on a sweater. Put on one of those sweaters that real doctors wear when they're not at the hospital. Dr. Oz just acts like he just ran in from surgery in full gloves up to his his elbows and in full he's wearing crocs probably along with the scrubs going this virus isn't real i think it might be we gotta stop listening to tv doctors man the real ones get the real ones what are they saying protesting out there protesting the virus i hope the virus listens I hope enough of you protested this past weekend that the virus is like, you know what, we're going to have to cave. I was thinking about it. We're going to have to cave to these demands. There's just too many of them. There's just too many of them. How are we supposed to infect all these people if they're just trying to go outside? There's too many. We're going to have to cave to their demands. Their demands of wanting to <laughs> go out and live their lives regular. I'm on your side. I hope you're right. I hope you're right and all those dead people are faking it. What would the number have to be, by the way? All those people that post the stats would be like, these aren't enough dead people. How many people do you need to die so that you will stay inside? Because I bet you if we leave it open and we go back to our lives, we can get to that number pretty quick. I mean, if that's really what it takes. If the number infected and dead now aren't doing it for you, give us a goal. Give us something to hit. And then let's go out and live our lives regular until we hit that goal. And then we can go right back to where we're, what we're doing right now. Except we're going to have to do it for an extended period of time. Because the body count is super high. We can do that. I think it's a bad idea. But what do I know? I don't know anything. 2.75 GPA in high school. In those last two years, there's a lot of woodshop. A lot of woodshop. I'm not saying that if you took a woodshop, you're not smart. 
I'm just saying that if you took wood shop, odds are right now you're not making a living in wood. How's that wood industry doing? Um, wow. I did, I was trying to be productive this weekend. I, uh, I, I set up a, a home security system for the compound here. Blink home security system from Amazon because it's cheaper than Ringer and the other ones. And I actually bought this six, seven months ago because Dane, my best friend, who's my next door neighbor, got his bike stolen. Someone came up, came onto our property and went over there and stole his beach cruiser. And, I, and he was so mad. And I'm like, don't worry, I got this. And while I was on the road, I bought, I bought the Blink security system back in the summer and here we are in april of the following year and we finally set it up <laughs> it's been sitting here in a box set up a two camera system with an app i can look at a live feed of my living of my uh my yard right now and see that nothing is happening what if i turned it on right now and someone was just like stealing my car let's see let's see what the live feed is right now at the yard here desolate exactly how I want it right there that's how it should be beautiful yeah we set it up um, you know because we want uh, video footage of someone stealing our stuff we want to put a face with our anger that's what it is that's I don't know if you've never had anything stolen from you a lot of times it's not even what they stole it's the fact that they violated you as a person that's what you're feeling. That's what you want to step into. That's what you want to stop. You want an identity. Who made me feel like this? I want a face. I want a face and a name. Mostly a face, then a name. I don't even want the bike back. I bet you Dan was like, I don't even want that bike back. I just want to know who did it. Who had the cojones to step onto our property like we're not dangerous. Look at me. <laughs> I know some of you are looking at me right now going, yeah, I'd steal his bike. I ain't scared of him. My friend Dane's a lot bigger. He's like 6'4", 230 pounds. He's a big fella. Big old fella. Steal his bike. Made him feel small. Made him feel like Napoleon Bonaparte. Made him feel like Jerry Krause um, from that Bulls documentary. The old GM. Made him feel like a little weeble. This is what they made my buddy Dane feel like. Taking his beach cruiser. His bicicleta. For my bilingual listeners, viewers out there. So we set up these cameras so we can at least see who's doing it. Set them up six, seven months later. However far we are down the road. Year and a half later. Nine months. That's not a year and a half. During Corona times, it, what's the difference? <laughs> but, yeah, we set up these cameras. I can't stop looking at them. I had to turn the alerts off. Because at first, when you put it on there, um, they're like, do you want to set up alerts? You're like, yes. Why would I set up cameras if I don't want to be alerted if someone's coming in and urinating on my rose bush, I want to know about that. I want to put an end to that. Someone's walking down the alley, throwing a cigarette butt over the fence into my yard. I want to be aware. I want to be made aware when there's discretions being cast upon my property. All right? All right. I'll run out there in underwear and flip-flops like a maniac. No one's going to respect me because we already talked about people in shorts. No one respects that person. But I'll do it. I'll run out there like a lunatic. No shirt on. Scaring nobody. But they'll see my anger. I set up the motion detector. Yeah, I want alerts. And then I get an alert every four seconds. Because apparently motion detectors catch the breeze shaking leaves on trees. So I had like 150 clips of nothing I had a hundred and fifty clips like in an hour of nothing of a tree going blip, blip, blip. whoa whoa we, we were told blink was like hey you had your settings set up to where you want to know what's happening on your property well there is uh, some gale force winds that made a palm tree leaf go hey hey you want some video of that yeah I want some video of that how is it that we don't have like smart enough motion detection to know the difference between a breeze and a burglar? Have you been on the TikTok app? TikTok 
has somehow in their hard software, hardware, algorithm, whatever the right word is for this thing that I'm talking about. I'm telling you, I took many classes of woodshop. I know nothing. But the, in TikTok, they know enough in that app to match a song with the video. You just post a video of you doing a random dance or a random face or whatever, and they'll be like, these songs should fit. Because that's how smart the, the app is. That they can tell what you're doing in the video. You can't put that kind of intelligence. By the way, TikTok's a free app, probably because they're stealing our social security numbers, but that's besides the point. You can't put that kind of intelligence into the Blink app on Amazon. And so they can tell the difference between a burglar and a tree that got a little bit of breeze. Come on, man. I don't need to get alerted every time the laundry that I'm drying get, hits, some, hits a breeze. I need to get alerted when some miscreant, some grifter, some mongrel comes gallivanting into my, my yard and starts tap dancing on my property. That's what I need to be alerted about. I don't need to know when we get a little... I get alerted. So I turned off the notifications. I turned off the notifications, but it still records the clip. So like every few hours, I got to go on there and just mass delete videos. I know that's probably not the best ad for Blink Amazon, but they're not paying me to do it. I'm just telling you what happened. That's all I'm telling you. I'm just telling you what happened. What are the late? I got 20 clips. Let's go through them right now. Here, I'm looking at 20 clips. 1.23 p.m. Here's the latest one. The yard. What's happening in the yard? And... Nothing. You know what this one caught? This one caught a towel on my neighbor's railing that caught a little bit of wind. And it moved this much. For those of you listening and not watching the video... I'm wiggling my hand like I'm pretending to slap somebody. That's how much. The tiny bit. Tiny, like a fish's tail is how much wind hit this towel on my neighbor's railing. And I got alerted about it. 1.23 p.m. I think the compound is safe. And what do I have here? I got 19 other clips of nothing. Where's this? And you know what I don't have a clip of? I left this morning to get coffee. I walked by both of these cameras. Where's the clip of me? I'm an actual... Do I, do I have it set up that I want to look at the weather through this camera? Where is me in this? How? Oh. Oh, this is a damn shame. Edit. Mark all delete come on now but anyway <laughs> i'm always looking at the app like it's a control center and i gotta i gotta know what's happening on my property i don't even know what i would do if someone came on thankfully the cameras have like a speaker system so i can yell at them you know i guess that would freak them out right just hearing like a hearing like a little yell come from a tiny speaker mounted on hey hey get out of here get you <laughs> You better move it, bud. I'll be coming out here half naked with a kitchen knife in my hand. You don't want any of this. We'll tussle in the streets like men. I can't. I can't believe it. Um. Speaking of, uh, I made a reference to Jerry Krause there. Did you guys watch? You can't answer, but I'm gonna. I'll tell you. I watched. I watched the first two episodes of The Last Dance on ESPN because I am missing sports, buddy. I'm missing sports so much that I watched a Copper Fit commercial this morning where Brett Favre threw a pass to Jerry Rice and I cheered it like it was live sports. It was in the morning, too. I'm over here doing dishes, half watching the TV, and here there Brett Favre and Jerry Rice just come out covered in Copper Fit. They got the wristbands, they got a waistband, they got suspenders that help their shoulders, knee braces. I think they make copper fit booty shoes, they're wearing those, or maybe wearing a copper fit belt, copper fit underwear to make sure the jock is in there snug as a bug in a rug, as my buddy Graham K would say. It's covered in it. 
And then they threw a pat. Brett Favre threw a dart, a laser. He looks like he could still play if they would let him just wear copper fit. And, you know, once all this is over, as you have to say with everything now. But he threw a pass to Jerry Rice while I'm doing the dishes. And I, I made an audible, woo! Yeah! I cheered it. I cheered a commercial. That's how much I'm missing sports. So I watched uh, The Last Dance, the first two episodes of The Last Dance. And by the way, ESPN, just give us all the episodes. Don't make us wait a week. Don't make us make, wait a week. Just give us all the episodes. It's called binging. We need to binge. I watched the first two episodes of The Last Dance. Great, great series. If you like basketball, if you like the 90s, get into it. Watch it. Loved it. Michael Jordan's the man. I learned two things from watching the first two episodes. First thing is, Michael Jordan's hat game was a joke, alright? You can't make fun of Michael Jordan on the basketball court. Best player to ever play. Amazing talent. Six championships. He's better than your favorite player. From another sport. You could be talking about, like, your favorite boxer. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, Michael Jordan's a better basketball player than your favorite boxer is at boxing. Okay? It's Michael Jordan. What? Your dad was the best at, at, at making hot dogs? Yeah, Michael Jordan was a better basketball player than your father tending a grill. Michael Jordan was amazing. Love Michael Jordan. His hat game stunk. Oh, it was bad. He always wore those dumb hats. Why was he dressed like a director? He looked like he was always about to... He was dressed like he just came out of one of those, like, foldable chairs <laughs> on a set. He looked like he just got done yelling cut. Every time he's not on a basketball court, he's wearing one of those dumb hats. But he didn't wear it good. Like, I know those hats were in style at the time. There's certain guys that wore it well. Samuel L. Jackson wore it well. And, uh... Who's... Uh, someone else wore it well, too. Um... Michael Jordan was not one of them. Michael Jordan wore it like he was directing a commercial. Like he was, it looked like he just yelled cut to the Energizer Bunny on set of a commercial in the 90s. Cut! The bunny needs a break. Why are you wearing the hat? Those are the, that was the first thing I learned. Second thing I learned is I think Jerry Krause was the inspiration for the villain in Space Jam. If you, if you didn't watch it, Jerry Krause is a weeble of a man. A little weevil. He looks like he got poured into a suit. He's about five feet tall. I don't. He's a plump, he's a plump fella. And he looks like they had a cast of a suit. And they're like, just pour him in here. And then the cast just kind of fit his body. He was definitely the inspiration for the villain in Space Jam. By the way, if right now you don't know what I'm talking about, you've never watched Space Jam, and you don't know who Jerry Krause is, you got a lot to do today. Mm-hmm. Go watch Space Jam. Go watch The Last Dance. That's Jerry Krause. There's no way. Michael Jordan hated Jerry Krause. He's like, yeah, I'm going to do this Looney Tunes movie, but the villain needs to look like this. Make him look like he got poured into a suit like a jello mold. And make him be a villain, because that's what I think he is. Those are the two things I learned. Hat game, atrocious. <laughs> Jerry Krause, definitely the villain in Space Jam. But it helped kill the time. That's what was important. That's what we're trying to do right now. We're killing time. Killing time until this thing kills us. Positivity. All right. Uh, I already talked about people protesting the virus. I don't know, the main thing I learned from people protesting the virus, or protesting or the infringement that the virus has caused the government to take on our lives, that we can't go out and go on jet skis, or go jog. I don't know, I think it's a bad look for Americans. It's a bad look for the rest of the world. Like, the rest of the world has been on lockdown longer. Out of all the countries, we've been on lockdown the least, and we're like, we can't take it. We can't take it. We got the best entertainment, the best Wi-Fi. If you've never traveled internationally, we have the strongest Wi-Fi, all right? Try streaming something in another country. It's going to come in choppy, all right? We got the best Wi-Fi, best entertainment, and we spent the least amount of time in quarantine, and we're like, we can't do it. We're going to have to take to the streets and protest this lockdown. We just can't do it. It just shows, like, 
that protest didn't show how strong we were as Americans by going to fight for our rights. It just showed how weak we were that we can't stay inside for a while. We suck at being told what to do for a little. A little. Like, the people in China, they had to be inside, inside. They had to be inside, inside for three months. They were inside so long, the first thing they divor did was divorce the person they loved. That's how long they were inside. And they were inside apartments. Little apartments. Not our giant homes with yards and garages and every room's got a TV and every family member has his own room and then you have a common space. None of that with your home gym and two dogs. None of that. They were in little apartments and only one representative could leave their apartment to get groceries once a week. The rest of the time you're just in there with the people you loved learning not to love them anymore. Three months. United States, what have we been? A month? And we're like, we can't do this anymore. We're at like a month and a week. Florida couldn't even... Florida was the last state to issue the lockdown. And they made it like nine days. And they're like, we gotta go to the beach. We can't do it. We can't do it. You were stuck inside with the person you love. And you're like, I'm learning not to love you. I gotta get to the beach. It's not a good look for Americans. We're better than this. We're strong people. I think we're a good people, but it's a bad look. It's a bad look. And the people protesting look like they should be the toughest amongst us. They're out there with their goatees and their, their visors and their, their hats. Their camouflage cargo shorts and lifted pickup trucks with flags hanging out the back. These should, visually, these should be the toughest we have. But spiritually, in their own personal constitution, they are porcelain. They're porcelain. They can't stay inside. They can't go in the backyard and enjoy their above-ground pool. Nine days. That's all you could do, Florida? Come on. We're better than that. There's some positivity. We're better than that. This message has been approved by Zoltan Cassis, President 2020. Uh, not a good look. Not a good look at all, man. Um, <laughs> what else did I have written down here? Oh, here's a, a couple Netflix uh, suggestions. How about that? Um, Innocence Files on Netflix. I don't know why I'm pointing at the microphone. I need to point that. Here's a Netflix thing. Go watch Innocence Files on uh, on the old Netflix machine. It's It's people that got sent to prison. Crimes they didn't do. And then DNA comes along and they go, you're free. And then it shows how bad evidence was back then. Like they, they have this one guy in Mississippi who's like a, a dental, he's a forensic dentist. So he compares bite mark, uh, like bruising on a body. And then he matches it with, with the suspect's teeth. And he goes, that guy bit that dead body, put him in prison. And then they come to find out that those bite marks weren't even bite marks, and this guy's just a lunatic. And case after case, this, this, this guy in Mississippi, they find out that his science is junk, and he helped send innocent people to prison for decades. And he's still fighting to say, no, 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 my science was right. How insecure are you? That you can't admit you were wrong. You sent innocent people to prison because you said you they bit a dead body that they killed or whatever. And you're like, you see, the teeth went here and made this mark. And then they find out those teeth didn't do that. And you're like, well, I'm not wrong. Is it that hard to say you're wrong? Is it that hard to go, man, I'm sorry. I thought I was doing real science back there. I apologize. I'm wrong. I, my life's work pretty wrong i'm so sorry this dna that, that's pretty solid evidence right there these bite mark yeah i thought it was teeth i thought it was teeth is it that hard just do it to just stand there all grubbled and old and go dna teeth that's where it's at he even said bite marks are better than uh fingerprints for evidence okay right then when he said that they should have fired him they should have been like yeah hey, you don't get to do this anymore I don't even think you should be allowed to be a dentist, if that's what you believe. That's a good show. Go watch that. 
I can't believe that. Can you imagine being sent to prison? Like, look at us right now. We don't even like being stuck in our own homes, which we've set up to be comfortable for us. We got to set everything up. I like that thing. My TV goes there. I like this kind of silverware and, and, and wine glasses. Um, let's set up some toilet paper. I'm going to make sure I like these kind of towels. I like this kind of thread count on my bed. We don't even want to be stuck in that. That we'll go out and protest so we can go walk around and live our lives. Imagine being sent to prison for a crime you didn't commit and being in there for decades. Like the fact that those people survive that, you know, not just the mental. I mean, like I, I wouldn't have been able to handle it mentally being stuck in a cell for all those years, not being able to get out. I wouldn't have been able to handle that mentally. And also, how about the fact they were sent to prison with other like actual murderers, like actual killers, actual people that are terrifying. You get called a killer, but you're not one. But you get sent to hang out for decades with actual murderers. The fact you survive that and then just the psychological mess that it must put you in is incredible. It's Those are strong people. Those are people we should look to now for this short time that we have to be in, in isolation and in lockdown. Instead of going out there protesting that this virus doesn't care about our rights, and it doesn't, I don't think, we should think about these people that were wrongfully imprisoned, that put up with decades of being locked in a tiny cell and only getting to go out to do showers and, and eat a small meal and an, an hour of yard time, and when you did get let out, you were only amongst people that actually killed people. Terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. It's a really good show. I'm only like three episodes in, uh, but I highly recommend it. Uh, what else did I enjoy? Of course, Michael Jordan's uh, The Last Dance. Go watch that. And then for all my pro wrestling fans, uh, the Vice Network has Beyond uh, Beyond the Ring. What's it called? Dark Side of the Ring. That's the name of the show. If you don't have Vice, uh, you can watch season one on Hulu. Hulu has all the... Uh, uh, dark side of the ring there's murder like this i know it's pro wrestling but this is all real stories in season one i think the first episode is bruiser brody getting murdered in puerto rico and they got away with it no one got in trouble for his murder it's a fascinating uh and it's short it's only like 45 50 minutes it's an hour of your time and it's fascinating you don't have to be a pro wrestling fan to enjoy these and then season two has the Chris Benoit murder, suicide, debacle, uh, New Jack, a bunch of stuff. Um, but yeah, season one, go watch that on Hulu. Season two, if you have Vice, or sometimes they put it up on the YouTubes, you know. They take it down later, but if you're pretty quick about it, you can get a good episode in. They just put up the episode where Jimmy Snuka killed his girlfriend in the 80s and apparently got away. he got away with it. And they make it seem like Vince McMahon might have paid off the local sheriff to make this case go away. Scandal. Scandal and intrigue. That's what's happening here. Um, got to play some video games. This brought me back. This brought me back to being a kid again. Uh, I went next. I'm so lucky for a couple things. One of the things I'm very lucky for is that my best friend is my next door neighbor. We've been best friends since we were 12. Dane lives right there. And he got uh, he got an NBA 2K20 for the Xbox basketball. And we've been playing over there. And it's funny because we're older now. Like when we were kids, we used to get in heated video game battles. Like when we were roommates when we were 18. Dane was my first roommate, okay? And we used to get in heated video game battles where one time I just chucked the controller at the door and the batteries flew out, and I'm like, damn it, because he would just use one play to beat me on Madden. It was He would take Antonio Gates and drag him across the middle, and I couldn't defend it, and he would just run the same play over. I'm getting mad about it now, just recounting how unfair it was and how I couldn't defend this one play that he would run over and over again. And But now we're older, you know? That's, that's over 10 years ago. Here we are 14 years down the line, and we're playing video games. And the first game, you know, we're like, oh, we're adults. Oh, we're learning. Yeah. How, which button's the pass? Okay. 
Ah, how'd you do that? How do you set up a, a pick and roll? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second game. All right, I'm starting to get it. Yeah. Woo. And then third game, we almost went back to just being kids again. We like, there was parts where we stopped talking. And then there's parts like where like he would score and I'd be like, oh yeah, that's realistic. And then he would do little snide comments because I was playing as like the, the Bulls all generation so i had michael jordan and he goes oh because he's michael jordan he just makes every shot and i'm like <laughs> yeah it's it's me doing it i'm the one with the controls i'm obviously the one with the talent here helping michael jordan be amazing but we got a little snippy we got a little snippy it was fun we got to hang out play some video games we turned back the clock a little bit and got to be a little snippy as 32 year old men just pretending that that we were doing oh. It's all just killing time. That's what all of this is. I want where I want I want it to go back to normal. I want it to go back to normal. But until then, it's video games with Dane. It's talking to my camera in my living room as a substitute for stand up and Netflix. Until then. Until then. I want to leave with some positivity. Did I have anything positive written down? I don't think I had anything positive written down. Oh look, we got 17 more clips on my uh, on my security camera. What do we got here? The breeze. The breeze. The breeze. Ooh, that one's more than a breeze. That was a wind whip. Apparently, according to my security camera, I should be outside flying a kite. Nobody's trying to get into my backyard. Ah. <sighs> If anyone wants to go parasailing, today's the day. Go fly a kite. A drone might be a little hectic. If you're actually flying today, like on a plane plane, it's going to be choppy. At least over San Diego. Mark all, delete. Let's see, live view of the yard. I, I got to do it. I love it. I don't know why I'm not in any of the videos. I walked out today, came back in. There's not a clip of me moving around. But if I want to see my neighbor's towel waft in the wind... Buddy, I got HD footage of that. 4K. Oh, someone drove by the alley. Who's that? Yeah, keep it moving. Um, positivity. What's the positive? I don't have anything. I They had the small business. Uh, the government put out the small business loan to help small businesses. Apparently all the money went to Ruth's Chris and... and, and what's that burger place? Shake Shack. And we knew that was going to happen. It's, it wasn't that long ago that the economy crashed and then we bailed out the banks and then the banks didn't help us. They just, everyone took a pay raise and said, thanks. All the CEOs that were already millionaires were like, all right, I guess this helps my family not have to work for six more generations. Wonderful. And then we're all over here going, what happened? That always seems to happen. We kind of knew it was going to happen, but we were ho we were hoping to be optimistic. Like, oh, cool, there's some money coming. So the coffee shop down the street can figure things out until hopefully things get back to normal. Or the restaurant run by the family we like. Oh, you know, the actual small business. What is What constitutes the small business where Ruth's Chris Steakhouse gets to apply for this? What constitutes a small business where Shake Shack that's on every corner, I think across the country, gets to, what what constitutes it? Like, whoa, we're not Amazon, so we deserve a check? I don't get it. Small business, to me, is the owners there. That's what a small business is to me. Like, if you walk in, you're like, hey, can I talk to the owner? He's like, yeah, he's in the back doing the dishes. Because someone called in sick. That's a small business. That's who I thought these checks were going to go to. But apparently not. Actual small business. That's where it needs to... Oh. No, positivity. We're going to dig. We're going to dig for positivity. We're going to find something. I'm going to find something. I'm on Twitter. Twitter is known for its positivity. We're going to find something. Oil prices. Oil prices are low. That's good. There's some positivity. Yeah. Go and gas up your car and then go back home and stay inside. Uh, what else? Happy 420. Yeah. There's some positivity on a Monday. I feel like that holiday should always be on a Monday. Governor Kemp is trending. I don't know why. Brian, uh, I don't even know what state he governs, but he's trending. 
reopen Pennsylvania. Nope. No, no, no. No, we're not going to reopen anything until this goes away. Once again, just tell us what number. What's the death toll need to hit to where you stay inside? Please just tell us. What number does the death toll need to get to so you, your goatee, your visor, and your cargo shorts and flip-flops stay inside? Go enjoy your above-ground pool. We're trying to keep Grandma alive. And I got a friend with asthma. All right? Just tell us what you need the death toll to get to. We can get it there, because we'll open it up till then, so you can be happy, and then we'll go back inside. <sighs> Positivity. We're going to find it. I'm going to find it. Motivational Monday's trending. Let's see what's uh, the top thing in Motivational Monday. Adam Grant. Uh, he's I don't know who he is, but he has a blue check next to his name, so he's, uh, Twitter thinks he's a somebody. During the loneliest week of my life, I made a list of people who mattered to me the most. Then I wrote them each a note about what I appreciate most about them. Voicing the unspoken can remind us we're not alone and strengthen our connections. Hashtag Motivational Monday. Monday Motivation. Adam. Adam, Adam. Ah, not today, Adam. That's not doing it for me. What else you got? Oh, they got a picture of a dog in a shopping cart. That's what I'm looking for. I don't need some soliloquy on how I need to write a note to my next-door neighbor. No, give me a dog in a shopping cart that's going to motivate me to smile more, even though I'm crying on the inside. More of that. Here's another one. Comforting mug of tea. Let's see what it is. It's a picture of a mug of tea. The comforting mug of tea says, don't be so hard on yourself. Ugh. That meme should come with a yoga pose. Uh, some kind of surrendering pose. What do we got here? All right, Motivational Monday, who's ready to jazzercise with me? Nope. More dogs in shopping carts, all right? Or a picture of a chubby cat, or do you have a baby falling? I love babies, like, learning to walk, and then they fall on their diapered butt. Adorable and motivational. Reminds me that I can walk without falling, and I don't wear diapers, so things are looking up. What else we got? What's this one? This little girl is doing what? Oh, she learned to walk. Ah, oh, see, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about right there. Leadership and learning are indispensable to each other. I don't get it. You're going to need to be more direct with your inspirational quotes. What else you got? Nope, nope, nope. More dogs in shopping carts, okay? That needs to be... If that doesn't turn your day around, nothing will. It's adorable. Dog shouldn't be in there, but it's in there. It's sitting there like a baby. Ah, paws up on it. What else do you want? Dogs in shopping carts. Make it happen. If you got a dog or a shopping cart or if you know how to work Google, send me those images. That's what we need to turn it around. I'll make one last scan of Twitter and then we'll wrap this up. Gotta leave with something positive. It can't just be dogs. It can't just be dogs. It can't just be dogs and shopping carts. There's gotta be something else. Let's see what else I put. Uh, we hit our donation mark. That's important. Sound exchange uh, to help musicians, comedians, and anyone who gets their content played on the radio or Sirius XM or Pandora or whatever. They're, um, they're doing an opt-in for direct deposits for expedited royalty payments. That's positive. That's helpful. My friend Paulo Gata goes, somehow they're going to be able to send this to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Which, can I say this? And can I? I'm gonna. Does Ruth's Chris, has that name ever made sense to anybody? I, I don't like it. I don't get it. Who's Ruth, and why does Chris belong to you? Ruth's Chris. It's hard to say. There's too many S's. Get these apostrophes out of here. You can't have too many S sounds, because then you're just spitting at the person before you even decide where to eat. Hey, you want to go to Ruth's Chris? What? Sorry, i got to wipe my glasses before I figure out what you even said. Uh, the steakhouse. Oh, Ruth's Chris? Yeah, I don't get the name either. Let's go. Apparently they got a bailout. Maybe we can get a T-bone steak or something. Why? Get a different name. Just call it Chris's Steakhouse. What's wrong with Chris's Steakhouse? Or Ruth's Steakhouse? See, I don't even like that. It's the Ruth with the T-H apostrophe S. 
That's tough to say. And then you're going to make me say Chris's is too much. And then Steakhouse? You're making me cut my tongue saying the name of your... That's not a small business. Uh, ba 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 Yeah, Jacksonville Beach reopened. Yeah, we talked about that. Here's a picture of Ric Flair wearing a Fitbit and a Rolex on the same wrist. That's almost as cute as a dog in a shopping cart. I'm into that. Ah, Brian Dennehy died. That's right. This is how we're going to leave on positivity. I know. I know. I'm I'm bringing up a death, but I'm going to swing it to positivity because I'm going to talk about Tommy Boy. Uh, Brian Dennehy, he he died at 81. So he had a, you know, I'm sad to see him go, but he had a good run. 81's good. You know, it's it's not like 81's good. I, I would hope to make it to 81, and I hope I don't make it too far past it. Um, 81 seems like a solid, you know, it's an odd number. But other than that, it's a good, you know, you made it to your 80s. But you didn't hang out too long. It's kind of like checking out, like, a new restaurant where you're like, this isn't bad, but I'm not hanging out for dessert, and I'm not going to be back next week. I'll come here twice, but not in the same month. That's what dying in your early 80s is like. 81's good. Brian Dennehy did a lot of acting, a lot of different stuff. But Tommy Boy, that was, if you, this is how we're going to leave on something positive. Go watch Tommy Boy. I don't know what it's streaming on. You can find it somewhere. No, Mom, we're not talking right now. Yeah, I'll hang up on my mother because I need to make a positive point right now. (laughs) Go watch Tommy Boy, okay? Put it on. Chris Farley, David Spade, perfect connection. Chris Farley, Brian Dennehy, father and son dynamic. It'll warm your heart. It'll make you belly laugh. And for 90 minutes, you'll be distracted by all of this. And then afterwards, you'll realize that two of the best actors in this thing are dead, and it'll bring you back down. But that's besides the point. Because for 90 minutes, you're going to be in the positives. All the great quotes from David Spade, like, Ugh, I can actually hear you getting fatter. And then fat guy in a little coat, he does a little dance. And then he takes... Magic. Movie magic. Go watch Tommy Boy. Keep your spirits up. And I'll uh I'll see you guys I'll talk to you guys next week, I suppose. Or in a few days, or whenever. Keep posting these clips, huh? Keep yourself safe. Go watch Tommy Boy. Oh, what happened here? Oh, I guess we're still gonna have some audio. There we go. Now we're hitting stop. Perfect. I had a good ending, and then I just ramble for 18 more seconds until...